Hey ladies, this week I am talking about the pitcher plant and the wine witch. Have you ever heard of those terms? Well, I'm going to refer back to Alan Carr's book and talk about how the slow fade of alcohol directly relates to this plant that the fly gets trapped in. And then the wine witch, she's that little voice, the little nagging voice that just says, I need a drink. We're going to talk about her and we're going to learn how to ditch the wine witch. Hey sister, do you feel stuck? Do you feel like you're living each day over and over on a loop? Maybe you feel like a failure because you keep telling yourself that today will be different. You wake up each morning hoping to do better, but when the afternoon rolls around, all your promises to yourself are shot. And society screams, you deserve to have that drink, eat that piece of cake, and scroll mindlessly through social media. Hi, I'm Michelle Porterfield, certified mindset and breakthrough coach, mom of three, former daily wine drinker, excuse maker, and promise breaker. Coffee's my jam, dry shampoo is my BFF, and I am so glad you're here. I have created this community to help you walk in faith towards freedom from alcohol and other strongholds like it. Together, we will work to show you your value, your strength, and your ability to overcome. So pop in your earbuds and go for a walk, or buckle up for your commute. Girl, get ready for straight talk and the truth, because it's time to elevate your mindset, develop healthy routines, and begin to thrive alcohol-free. Okay, girlfriend, so I want to refer back to a couple of my favorite books. The Alan Carr book, The Easy Way for Women to Stop Drinking is Great, and then This Naked Mind. Both of those books have been key players for me as I've learned more about the physical versus the mental aspect. Okay, so let me just say up front that if you are someone who is extremely physically dependent and addicted to alcohol, this process may not be for you yet, okay? And the reason why I'm saying that is by no means am I qualified or um, even in any medical grade mindset to be able to tell you what to do. But if you are truly physically dependent and you have severe physical responses to removing alcohol, then I would highly suggest that you talk to a therapist or talk to some sort of um, rehab center because we got to get that out of your body first and get you healthy because that can be very dangerous. Who I'm talking to is someone who just drinks regularly. It's just a part of your daily routine. And then it has created this like slow fade. Like you might have started out just drinking on the weekends and you might have started you know, just adding a glass at dinner. And then you can look back now, just like myself, and see how, wow, I started off kind of just enjoying a glass here and there. And then now you're looking at yourself going, how did I get here? What in the world happened? Why am I drinking so much? Like, I didn't really mean to do this. Like, how does this happen? So we're going to talk about that today. So I'm just going to tell you a little bit about, um, you've got the physical and you've got the mental. Well, I'm going to be honest with you. I think that the physical part is like 1%. 99% of this process is mental. Because when you purge the physical part, it's kind of, that part is just sort of like a little, 
like an itch, like a, just a little physical discomfort, really. It's just kind of like this, like, eh, they just kind of don't feel good or maybe have a headache. That actually goes away pretty quickly. That is where it's more like a week to 10 days, maybe. You can get rid of that sort of feeling because the 10 days is about the point where the toxins actually leave the body. And then as women, we have a big... It's, it's different. So obviously our weight plays a role when we're comparing men to women and the effects of alcohol. Women just don't process it as efficiently as men. There's biological factors. Women tend to weigh less. Our bodies have less water and more fatty tissue. And because fat retains alcohol and water dilutes it, our organs are way more susceptible to exposure. It's just the way it is. And so when we drink similar amounts, we will retain more alcohol and it will take our bodies longer to dispel or expel the, the alcohol and the toxins themselves. So what happens is it's in our bodies longer. And so it's a little bit more harmful on our bodies and our organs. Okay. So that's kind of the physical thing to know a little bit ahead of time because you know, I'm sure you've had a situation where it's a husband or guys you've been around. It's like, man, like, how do they seem just fine? It's, it's, that's truly science. So just be okay with that, all right? So I want to talk a little bit about the pitcher plant and then I'll tell you a little bit about the wine witch and how we're going to ditch her, um, especially coming up in my groups. I've just got the book here. And I could cliff note it, but it's only like two paragraphs, so it's super short. I don't want you to hear the baseline foundation of this story and see if it clicks with you. And if you've heard this story before, listen to it again, because just like anything that we're searching for when it comes to growth or getting better and stronger, we have to hear this stuff many times have you ever heard the have you ever been in like um sales or advertising or marketing or anything like that they say it takes seven to eight touches so to speak or experiences for a person to go oh okay i may need that product or i may want that service I believe that it's the same thing when it comes to us truly embodying information. Like, you know how we're constantly taking in input, right? Well, there comes a time where we need to implement and really start to embody that learning and then walk it out. So I want you to listen. So this is called the pitcher plant. The alcohol trap is so subtle and it's cunning that drinkers fall for it without even realizing. An apt comparison is the pitcher plant, that jug-shaped marvel of nature that feeds on flies that wander unwittingly into its digestive chamber. That sounds gross, doesn't it? <laughs> the fly lands on the rim of the plant and begins to feed. The nectar tastes good. It seems like the best thing in the world, but it's a bait, luring the fly closer and closer to death. The more the fly feeds, the further down the jug it wanders. The sides getting steeper and steeper until it loses its grip and falls into the digestive fluid at the bottom. All addictions and dependencies work in a similar way to the pitcher plant once you're in the trap. 
trap, sorry. Whereas the fly is drawn to the nectar by instinct, we are drawn to alcohol by brainwashing. And while the fly's love of the nectar is natural and immediate, we have to persevere for a while until the taste of alcohol no longer makes us gag. But by this stage, we are already in the trap. We are already losing control. The pride we feel in being grown up enough to take our drink draws us to alcohol as the nectar draws the fly. We relish every opportunity to drink but still feel in control of when and how much we drink. We're confident that there will be no problems. The fly is confident too, right up to the point where it realizes that it's trapped. And that point, it's already too late and there's no escape. Why doesn't the fly fly away before it gets trapped? Why does it stay and continue to drink? Because it has no idea what lies ahead. Some people can't bear to watch a fly in a pitcher plant. They want to intervene to flick the fly away and save it from its inevitable end. You might feel the same way if you saw a heroin addict. You would want to intervene and save her from the terrible decline that you see coming, but she can't. All right, so I hope that clicked something in you and showed you how it is just such a slow process. And I thought it was interesting how he very, and we will talk about this later because we're going to talk a lot about just how alcohol is marketed towards women and what they do to like make it taste good. And, you know, cause even back in my day, it was like, I intentionally learned to like it. I learned to, to like the drink. But then by the time you get past the taste of it, you're already down in that pitcher plant because you're, you're into the trap of how it feels. So I won't go into that now, but man, that's big. I love that story. It's so beautiful as far as like the best way it details. So what is the wine witch? Well, as I said, we're talking physical and mental here. Well, Miss Little Wine Witch, she's the one that kind of lingers on and is always just so chatty. Like, oh, I need a drink. Or you can just have one. Or um, they're drinking. Why don't you go out? Or he's getting on my nerves. You just need a drink. Or you're stressed out. Drink. Oh, relax. You're in the bathtub. Have a drink. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, she's just up there so annoying. And that's what makes you irritable. You know, like I said earlier, when the physical issues go away, you know, I didn't have any. I mean, I was drinking a bottle a night and sometimes more on the weekend. Like, I just had headaches. Like, it's to me, it's amazing how amazing and beautiful our bodies are and how God created them, that they're so powerful and strong, and I'm so thankful for that. But I processed it out, and then I just kind of just feel like just yucky and like, you know, no energy, headache, you know, obviously my, I look terrible. My skin looked gross and all that, but like it was all mental. I'm telling you, it was so mental. So basically that's what happens. You know, she makes you irritable, makes you feel worse and worse. And then the longer you go without it, 
she's just just nags okay and that's the thing is like you know I told you before and I hear this and I see this over and over in many groups and conversations like oh I'm so frustrated I went you know 10 days or I went 15 days or here I am 30 days or whatever and what's happening is I believe that we're not learning early enough that this is what's happening like this is what's going on it's her it's the witch we're women here I'm sure there is a there are a few men that listen but until we know who she is name her and claim her and let me help you if you haven't experienced this let me tell you what's going to happen let me teach you what to expect because don't you think that if we were more prepared in the beginning when we decide to remove this substance if we just kind of knew what to expect don't you think it would be a little bit easier maybe more simple maybe you could create some sort of like um, plans or set up your environment appropriately or go ahead and talk to your partners and your friends and like like set up the strategy right if you knew what was going to happen but i find that so many people just get to a place where they're just frustrated and they know they want to quit and they're just like all right i'm going to quit and they do it without any like preparation and there i'm not saying that won't work but i have heard very few situate situations i think what they call that spontaneous sobriety they even had a name for it right i just find that very hard because i know because of my own experience that the mind is huge is a huge role plays a huge part of it so i'm just saying i think that's what we need because we know it's 99 percent mental and listen to this it takes six minutes for alcohol to take the effect on your nervous system okay but when do you feel the relief don't you feel it as soon as you open the bottle of wine as soon as you walk in the bar, as soon as you reach for the glass in the cabinet, y'all, I didn't get this early on. I I didn't, my brain was so busy nagging me that I didn't really recognize that. But I want you to think about that. I just, this last episode, we talked about triggers and being aware. Here's another one for you. This week, when you go to drink, I want you to notice I want you to notice if you're tracking your triggers and you're tracking like how you feel I want you to notice when you feel relief because when I look back on this I do remember like it's that whole like you know or the can the the can opening or the bottle of wine popping or the glass like it's so fascinating that's when the wine witch is relieved it has nothing to do with the physical I want you to hear me that that is just mental at this point if she's getting relief the moment you decide to have a drink then that shows you girlfriend we can control this thing do you want to gain control pack back do you want to be empowered to shut her up well you can i promise you and i want you to listen this is it i'm getting fired up october in the set free sisterhood group I am running a 31-day alcohol-free Ditch the Wine Witch. This is it. I'm announcing it here. I'm going to start um, posting and promoting it on my personal page. I'm going to talk about it from here on out every week on the podcast. This is totally free. 
this is just for you to come into a community where I'm going to be teaching you this stuff. And we're going to talk about mindset. We're going to talk about uh, hearing her voice, understanding what's going on, what to be prepared for. Wouldn't it help you? Just like I said earlier, if you come into this group and you know, all right, the first week, here's what's going to happen. You're going to have a lot of head chatter. You're going to be really sluggish. You're going to be tired. You're probably going to have some headaches. There's going to be some brain fog because yes, that's the first physical part, right? We're going to experience that. But inside of that, the chatter is also going to begin like underneath these physical symptoms. So I want to prepare you and I'm going to outline all this for you so that as we walk through the month, I can start to open up your mind and teach you more about who this is, you know, who, who this inner critic wine witch voice is so that you can be so aware and you can start like mapping it out, changing what she says, you know, creating new routines, setting up your environment to support you, creating boundaries around who you're going out with and when and and getting the support you need whether it's inside the group if you're like me and you're super social and you're an extrovert then we'll rock and roll and get you an accountability partner but if not you can come in and kind of be quiet and sit back and just find somebody on your own or bring a girlfriend with you and say hey you know i kind of want to do this challenge this month but i really would be honored if you would do it with me bring her in there with you and then just just learn and participate and come in because I want to teach you and prepare you because the first month is such a huge part of going even longer because I'm not interested in just like, well, we'll just see if we can try to quit drinking for a month and then just do it on your own willpower because it's not going to work. And I want you to learn. I want you to be able to decide at the end of October I want you to be able to decide, do I want to continue drinking? Do I want to, you know, just drink on the weekends? Like you may have a result to where you recognize, oh, okay, well now I've got control. So I'm just going to pick and choose when I drink. Or you may come out and go, you know what? I'm just not ready yet. And this is not something that I want to continue. I'm going to continue drinking. Or you may come out the end of the month and you go, Dang, I cannot believe I've been believing all this stuff and these lies about alcohol and the lies that I can't control it. And by golly, I can control it. And I don't, I'm just not interested anymore. Like I've gone through all these phases. I finally got to the point to where, I mean, I'm just kind of don't care about it. I'm not interested in it. I know what it does to my body. I am too like amazing now. I feel too awesome and I look great and I have energy and I'm happy. Like why in the world would I ever want to go back? But this is about you and this is about your choices. But I want to give you as much as I can give you this whole month. It's not going to be overwhelming because I can talk clearly. I can tell you all about it. But the, the main framework is I'm going to come in there live once a week and do some teaching. Then we're going to have a Q&A. There's going to be some, um, just some strategy, strategy type worksheets for, you know, basically it's not fancy. We're not going like, okay, class, let's get out your notebooks and we're going to do step one, step two. No, I'm going to say, hey, I want you to journal this this week. I want you to listen to her, listen to the wine witch. Just like I said earlier, I want you to pay attention to when you feel the relief 
Is it way before your lips actually touch the wine? I'm sure it is. So pay attention. So this is just going to be, we're going to have a lot of energy and excitement and there will be prizes. So obviously if you participate, if you want to keep going and doing this thing, come on in. You ladies are awesome. Hop on over to the Set Free Sisterhood. I always put the link in the show notes underneath or in the description. I always put the link so you can click on it or just go over to Set Free Sisterhood group over on Facebook. Ask to join. Make sure you give me, um, there's a little place where you can answer some questions. Put your email in there. Not going to spam you, but that way too, as I send, I only send right now, I only send like monthly, monthly emails. So it's not a lot, but just to kind of give you the update of what's coming and definitely talking about the upcoming group. So you've got time to think about this. What do we have? Three weeks, two and a half weeks. You have time to go ahead and start shifting your mind and thinking, you know, is this something I want to do and just prepare for it, right? This is not a spontaneous like tomorrow. So you have time. So what I want to suggest is to between now and then start noticing, just doing, listen to uh, last week's podcast and just notice and we'll go from there. Y'all have an awesome day. I cannot wait to meet you and see you and connect with you. I will, you'll, you'll know me more when you come in the group. We're, we're going to be friends. I can like guide you and lead you, but we'll connect and I'm here for you. So have an awesome day. I'll see you soon until next time. Stay blessed. Okay, girlfriend, before you go, If you found value in this podcast and it helped you, please head over to iTunes and leave a review. Every so often, I will read reviews and give shout outs. To dig deeper, join us at Set Free Sisterhood over on Facebook. I will pop the link in the show notes. And don't forget, if you know someone that would enjoy or benefit from this podcast, share it with them and take a screenshot and post it in your Instagram stories and tag me. It's time to take back our power, ladies, and be set free. Until next time, stay blessed. Michelle.